When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi, this is Anne-Marie and welcome to another show. Now, did you know that 90% of people want to publish a book and only 10% of people actually do? And you might be listening today thinking, you know what, I've always dreamed of writing a book yet never gotten around to do something. Well, on today's show, I've got Brev Ryan and Bev's the founder of Women's Publishing Network and she's also a business book coach and she offers coaching services and publishing support designed to assist professionals and business women to not only publish their expertise but to also step up and claim their place as a valued visible voice in their industry or vocation. So today she'll be talking about the value of publishing a book, where to start and also she'll be sharing some simple self-publishing options to get you started. So welcome to the call. Bev. Thank you. Hi, Anne-Marie. So tell me a little bit about how you got involved in publishing. Well, I um, started out as a high school teacher, English teacher, as many women do, and got to a point in my life in my mid-40s where I had a bit of a career crisis again, like many people do. I had young children and lived on an acreage. My husband had a business in the back of our acreage, and I just really wanted something for myself. So it was really quite a stressful career change time for me and I spent a lot of time reflecting on what my skills were and what I did love to do what was out there that in different industries I hadn't tried where I could apply my skills and it was quite a lengthy process but I finally identified publishing as something that would really grab my interest for lots of reasons but I didn't know anything about it it was something I'd never done before it was a bit of a mystery how this whole process happened but I decided to rather than write articles for magazines I actually had this brilliant brainwave one day I'd start my own magazine so this was in the late 90s when there weren't digital magazines at that time everything was done in print and uh, so I set out to find out how to publish a magazine yourself and started asking questions and found that I could actually do this thing called publishing and sort of set up my first national magazine 1998 I guess so I kind of fell in love with the process for all sorts of reasons and the things I loved about publishing then pretty much exactly what still applies to publishing today and it's calls on such a variety of skills from the whole creative process of deciding what you're going to publish to the um, research aspect of it and then the writing aspect but then you've got this lovely tangible product at the end of it which is visible and smells great and people will respond to it. It's wonderful when somebody says oh my god I love your magazine or I love your book so Mm -hmm. lots of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, you know, at, at the beginning of the or the introduction, I mentioned that, you know, 90% of people, they really want to get out there and get published, yet in actual fact, only about 10% of people do do something about that. So why do you mm-hmm. think so many people dream of publishing, yet only such a few amount of people succeed? Well, I think the big dream is that it's... Like when we see other people's books, it automatically gives them credibility in our eyes. We see somebody's written a book or we, and it, there's something about the process that that person must have gone through in order to write that book. So we admire that in other people. We give them credibility, as I said, and we want some of that for ourselves. Um, there is something about being an author that in our society is respected and admired even though many authors struggle to make a living it is one of those things it holds a lot of esteem but also I think everyone has got a creative urge in them and that writing a book definitely taps into that so the dreams is very real for a lot of people but then like I was when I decided to publish a magazine. I really had no idea of the process and no idea where to start. And I finally realized, well, I really just had to ask questions and people would tell me. So sometimes it's just lack of information. But also um, sometimes even when you do know the process involved, you're not really sure where to start. As a book coach, I work with people who's uh, got a lot of ideas but don't know how to bring that down to the one idea to start with. That's, that's definitely a reason people don't start. Today, there's a lot of talk around writing a book to be seen as an expert. So people feel, well, I'm not actually quite an expert, so who am I to actually publish a book, put my name on it? And another big thing for a lot of professional people, and this came up last week, I was speaking at a a Brisbane branch of the International Coaching Federation, speaking about publishing, and I asked how many people in the room were anxious about publishing because of the peer review that they might receive, and everybody in the room put their hand up. So as professionals, we're often not so much concerned about readers who want the information we've got, but what are our peers going to say about us if we public. Ah. Well, so there's a lot of different reasons why uh, people may want to do something like that as far as getting published, but certainly don't take the action steps to get published. Mm. So you talked a number of times about really how to get started and, and them not really being aware of that. So obviously, as a book coach, you've got programs to support people through, but without giving away all your secrets, what would you say to someone who's been thinking for a while, okay, I really want to start doing something, but I have no idea where to start. What are a couple mm. of few steps that they need to consider. With my clients, just to remind listeners that I I work with professional people and business owners, so I'm talking non-fiction books for career purpose or a business purpose. So in that context, it's really a matter of just going back, drilling down to a lot of the things you would have, so if you're setting up a business, you you go through this process anyway, is it? Well, why do I want to write the book? And that's a key factor because writing a book is quite a lengthy process. And so you've always got to have a really strong reason for doing it and a really, you know, an important reason. So drill down on that. And the why will be a combination of that personal, it's been a dream, it's a challenge, and there's something at the end of that challenge I would feel immensely proud of so there's got to be that personal drive but also in the business context or a career context they've got to know what can that book then do for my career or for my business so when they get that sorted it's okay well what's my message what key message do I want to impart now that will have the biggest impact on my business now or my career and then 
who specifically do I want to listen to that message? So in other words, who are my readers? And too many people say, well, everybody wants to read my book. And that's just not the case. It's, it's like when you start a business, you, you're not opening a business for everybody. You really need to narrow that niche down. So getting really clear on what the why and the message and the audience is a really good place to start. Once you've kind of got those sorted, then you can start thinking about what's actually going to go in the book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and do you find that people who don't take the time to identify the why they don't take the time to identify the message or even define who their ideal audience and reader is that they tend to struggle even if they do then put a book together and they think well no one's really absorbing it no one's really talking about it. is that often the reason why because they haven't taken the time to really build what i'm hearing is really some mm. fundamental platforms and, and building blocks yeah definitely there would be a lot of people who have put a lot of time into writing books without having gone through those processes very clearly. So they may have written a book that sort of pours their heart out and their expertise out, but if they haven't structured the book to a specific reader or a specific reader group, they may really struggle to um, reach the person that they want to reach. So there's a lot of books sitting in garages <laughs> in boxes and too often people will write a book about something that they're not actually involved in doing every day. So they may have a business or a career which they're putting a lot of time into and then write a book about something disconnected to that but something they're equally passionate about. But once you've got the book written and you've got copies published, you've actually got to sell it. And if they're not doing things every day that are related to the topics of the book, then it's very hard to put the time into moving the book. So that's been a problem for many people. So... I guess in the work that I do, that's why it's so important to target or to, if you're going to put effort into writing a book, write a book that's going to benefit what you're doing every day and boost what you're doing every day and write for the people you're talking to every day. Yeah, yeah. And that's important, I think, because the work that you do is very much with other, with business owners and people who want to position themselves as, as an expert, mm-hmm. as a specialist in their field. If the topic of the book is not aligned and the message is not aligned to the work that you do, then, mm-hmm. as you said, it's going to be disjointed. And so the book in itself can really be used if it really is focused in your message and your audiences to your target, you know, ideal client. That's mm-hmm. going to support you then in increasing your business down the track because people who read the book may then want to work with you more closely. Mm. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a fabulous business tool or professional tool for that reason. There are people who write the book and get it published and using print on demand, you don't need to print huge amounts of books at any one time. So there are people who are just using the books to give away to potential clients or organisations who they may then become a consultant to. So they're basically using the book as, as a, I guess, a, a business card, as many people say, and yes. what a great way to use it. So they're not really concerned about book sales and dollars coming in that way. The book really just brings in business, which, you know, in, in another form, it's, just, it's a magnet for business. And also, you know, books are great door openers you just never know where your book's going to go and who's going to read it and who's going to pick the phone up and call you one day so you know it was funny that you should say that I remember in the beginning of this year I joined a gym and they you know one of the the ladies who was the manager was sort of taking down my details and she said to me you look very familiar have we met before Mm. and I was sort of you know racking my brain her name Mm. wasn't familiar and her face wasn't familiar either and all of a sudden she said to me I know where I know you from I read your book because years ago in my career business I wrote the book Mm -hmm. Tinky Steps Taste that interview someone had given it to her 
as a gift and she said that's where I know you from and here am I talking to this person never met her before yet she'd known me previously so what you were just saying is absolutely true you never know where your book Mm. may end up so we've talked about a little bit about the successful ways that people are using their book as a business card or back of the room sales do you have any other success stories that you can share because I always think success stories are great because it can give people Mm. an idea of just where their book could take them definitely I guess to me that's actually the exciting part of this work because I started out as well I started out as a teacher then I got into career coaching and the underlying thing I guess within this publishing area that I work in is that the book is a great career booster whether it's boost your business or your professional involvement or whatever so and the thing that always has always excited me about that kind of work is that serendipity that happens to people when they when they make a decision to change their life or change their job or boost their business or whatever it sort of sets these wheels in motion and these wonderful things start to happen so a couple of people that I know personally and I think it's always good to hear the local stories because you know we hear about the big publishers you know the the Tony Robbins and the Guy Kowalski and all of these people but we need to hear the little stories of the people just like us who absolutely really just sat at their computers a lot more than we do <laughs> and that's what's going to get the book is, is just being willing to sit at the computer so I'll just hear, share a couple of local stories if you like yeah I love um, to yeah so one is Nerily Makem now Nerily lived in Brisbane and used to come to my publishing network workshops that I ran, ran monthly and Nerily's area is creativity she's just has built a sort of a life and a business around creativity and she always admired Ken Robinson who's internationally known speaker and educationalist and very well respected in his field so she's loved his work and he's been one of her idols so a couple of years ago she started writing her own book called Your Inner Knowing Unlocking the Secrets to Creative Success so because she's writing in that field she quoted Sir Ken Robinson's work several times and contacted him via social media which is fantastic tool now to make that possible just to let him know that she was quoting him and to get his okay to do so so he then started following her on social media and it wasn't very long after that he let her know that he was writing a book his next book and asked if he could quote her in his book so out of that yeah, so out of that, she's basically become a peer of Sir Ken Robinson, which in her life was just this dream come true. So, you know, the book is one thing, but yes. that connection is just priceless. So, yeah. Wow, what an incredible um, success story. And I think, you know, obviously, no. finerally, it's like, wow, here's someone who I know, mm. I've, I've trusted, admired, and followed for so long now approaching her and saying, hey, mm. can I quote you mm. in my resource? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and what's happening there is that peer respect. He's looked at her, and you know she was had the courage to stand up and say, "Look, this is me. I'm just starting out. First book, but here's, this is my soul on paper." Yes. And he's acknowledged that and wants to support her, and that's a sort of intangible that really, really excites me. And just think that's so awesome. And she's just such a great example. So another lady who. I will mention is Beatty who lives in Western Australia. She was part of my first book coaching webinar series which I put together last year. I kicked that off in July and Beatty came on board and I'd really just met Beatty very quickly at a national conference years before that and she had just put her name onto my mailing list so that's and I, through my newsletter so when she had read about the book coaching webinar she kind of reappeared in my life and said she would join it mm. so she sat down in July last year to write a book around working with 
international aid to women in uh, developing countries in around poverty alleviation. Yes. So as we were working through the webinar program, she set a date, a launch date for International Women's Day this year, which is actually tomorrow. And so she set that as a date to get the book finished. And that was a great technique because I think once you set an external date like that, you've got to do the book. And you, <laughs> yeah, there's no getting out. That date no. is going to come towards you. you have she to couldn't move the deadline. You know? And she did it. So tomorrow she's going to be standing up on stage at a book launch tomorrow around at an International Women's Day event in Western Australia, actually up in Pilbara, which is northwest Western Australia, because she does a lot of leadership work in that area. Yes. She's sharing the stage tomorrow with another lady who is part of the UN Women's Group. So here she is tomorrow on stage with her book beside someone connected to the United Nations. So, oh my goodness. I mean, how big is that? <laughs> that is just incredible. And so who knows? So here's this lady connected with the UN who's going to know her personally, know her book, go back to wherever she's going back to. I'm not even sure where she lives. But so because of, she sat down and sat at her computer and made it, had a mission and just stuck at it. She's now got this whole new life opening up in front of her that she probably could never have imagined. So Absolutely. And you know, you know another area of, of visibility for both of those women is you're talking about them now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you to send me a link to both of their websites mm-hmm. so that we can put that on the show blurb here as a resource so people who are listening and want to pop across can go and check out the books mm-hmm. of um, Viti and also Narrowly, big pardon. And so here we go. Here's some more exposure for them, which is just incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And there's all sorts of layers to writing a book, as I said, and, and it's that external visibility and that ripple effect that would just go on and on. But a big thing that I wanted to mention as well is, is the internal change that happens as you write a book. And I said it earlier about people hesitate to write because they don't feel they're an expert. Well, actually, writing a book will make you an expert, mm-hmm. and it's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. So... If you don't feel like one at the end, that's a really good reason to actually jump into the process because it's actually a little bit like running a thesis or doing some process of self-education because you'll be researching, you'll be reading what other people think about your area of expertise and bringing it all together so that at the end of the process you've got this coherent document that has given you a great transformational process yourself so you'll... And not just the, the educational aspect of it, just that whole sense of self-satisfaction that you've actually done this and you've produced it. It's, it's just enormous. There's so many layers to it, to the process that, mm-hmm. to me, it, you know, it's a very exciting field for me to be involved in. Yeah, yeah. A number of people have been on the show and they talked a lot about digital elements of, you know, digital mm-hmm. marketing and so forth. But I know that there's also digital publishing. So mm-hmm. what do you think and advise as far as digital publishing or print books what do you say about either of those well I recommend to my clients that they do both just for maximum exposure but also there's nothing like a tangible book and it is something you can gift to other people you can pop it in the post to somebody who you read about what a great introduction you read about somebody who's in your area that you want to meet so send them a copy of your book I mean you know, what a fantastic thing and you can't 
I mean, you can send digital books, but there is this factor about a print book that just can't be denied. So my recommendation is always to do both. And because of print on demand, people um, can actually get short print runs of books. So you might only run off 10 books at a time or, or start with 100 books. And then as you need more, you, you get them printed. People can buy your print book off Amazon and then the order will go into Amazon, they'll print your book and send it off. So you don't need to have your boxes of books in your garage anymore. Yes. That's very doable yeah. and it's, you're not having to find a few thousand dollars up front to get the books done. So it, it's very cost effective. With digital printing, the simplest way to start out, and, and Vidi's a good example of this because her timeline was fairly rushed to get this book done for tomorrow, she's got her print books organised and they should be in Western Australia by today or should already be there. Yes. But she didn't have time to go through the process of getting a book up online for Amazon just yet. So she just asked a graphic designer who designed the book to save it as a PDF. So she could easily put the PDF of her book on her website and people can buy that download from it. So that's a really simple way to start. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a great idea. So, yeah. I mean, Bev, we've talked about a lot of different things and I think what's really mm-hmm. important is for, for someone who's sitting there listening today who's been thinking one of those 10% that have, you know, well, actually, no, one of the 90%, I should say, that have not yet really gotten their book out of their heads and onto paper and they really would like some support and, you know, you can certainly tap into your expertise. Can you share with people how they can get in contact with you and learn more mm-hmm. about the program? Programs that you offer. Yeah, definitely. My coaching website, do you want me to mention that now? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yes. Okay, so I've, I've got two websites. So my personal website is bevryanpublish.com and that's where you can find an outline of the different coaching services. So people can just come to me for a one-off session, whether it be personally or online or whatever or Skype. So a two or three hour session might be just enough for people to sort their thoughts out and get started for something more ongoing we could organize an ongoing program where it's still one-to-one but maybe check in every month so oftentimes people need that structure to actually work through to keep keep going with the book to get it finished yes but I, I also do webinar programs which are going really really well and it's, that's a great way to work with me because we have a group of people and everyone supports each other with the book they happen every fortnight so in between each webinar everybody progresses further they are designed for people who sort of have the idea of running a book but really not sure where to start or not sure what the process is and they need help to get the structure of the book sorted and they also need to know more about the publishing process so those webinars are a really great great way to work as well and the moment I've got some clients scattered around the world so that's yeah, it's a really exciting way to work fabulous and so can they find out more about the uh, webinar coaching programs from mm-hmm. your bevryanpublish.com or is that a separate web link no no if you just go onto that website there's a tab at the top that says webinar program and I just started one a week ago which is in early days so it's not too late for people to jump in there I'm certainly happy to hook up with people one to one just to catch them up but we're only in early stages so okay um, yeah 
Fabulous. Good. So, of course, we'll put the link up on our show blurb. And if you're listening today and you think, you know what, I really want us to take action on this and be able to say that I'm a published author so that I can use my book, Back of Room Sales, but also as a great lead generator and, you know, to mm. connect with people, then certainly go to check out Bev and, you know, because obviously the success stories that she shared today of Narrowly and also Vitti, I mean, just incredible successes and you can certainly do that too so look thank you so much for coming on the show Bev it was wonderful to connect and to hear how you're going and it sounds wonderful all the work that you're doing thank you yeah, thanks for your invitation. It's lovely to share it. It's very exciting stuff. <laughs> Fantastic. Hi, this is Anne-Marie. Hope you enjoyed the show with Bev. Here's another inspirational quote. And as always, it's a tweetable. Don't be afraid to repurpose. An article can be turned into tweets, an audio, video, or even a book. Learn to leverage at Anne-Marie Cross. And this is so important and I think fits in really well with what Bev was talking about today. You know, and sometimes dreaming about writing your own book and getting started can be difficult. But you might already have incredible content that you've already developed in a series of articles. And what you can do is those articles can be formulated into chapters. You can then expand on some of those topics and really have the creation of what will be your final self-published book. So don't be afraid to repurpose. All of those articles that you've written can really be the start of an incredible book that needs to be published because as Bev was saying, when you publish, you become a valued, visible voice in your industry. So I hope that was helpful for you. Let me know. Let us know. Put a comment down below in the show blurb or reach out to us. And of course, if you're listening to us on iTunes, we'd love for you to pop across, give a couple of comments about what you think about the show. rate our show too. We'd love to hear from you as always. This show is about you. The content we bring to you is all about you too. If you haven't already had an opportunity to, one thing that I'm going to be doing myself on a regular basis is bringing you a new episode of what I'm calling my Coaches Connection Series. And if you're a coach, whether you are a startup coach or whether you have been in coaching for a while, but you're just not leveraging and getting out there, standing out, getting more clients and of course getting paid what you're worth, this show is all about you and all for you as well. So pop across back to ambitiousentrepreneurshow.com and you'll go to our previous shows. You'll see that the episodes are there every week. And of course, if you're subscribed to our iTunes channel, which I hope you are, that will of course get pushed directly out to your MP3 player. All right, everybody, have a fantastic week. Until we meet again, stay brilliant, stay inspired. This is Anne-Marie. been listening to the ambitious entrepreneur show do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs both nationally and internationally i invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing be a sponsor at ambitious network.com that's be a sponsor at ambitious network.com and we'll send you out further details This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.